I'm Christian Abbott. I'm Nathan Lavender. I'm Sean Abbott. And this is the Red Mist Podcast. Welcome to Season 3, Episode 1, the Trackhouse Racing Number 1 Advent Health Chevrolet of the Watermelon Man, Ross Chastain. Mm-hmm. There you go, Nate. He started the season off go. with NASCAR. <laughs> Third. The, the, this is how you start a season, boys, right, right here with NASCAR. Yeah. Third time's a charm. You finally get your wish. You get your wish. <laughs> yeah, let's, yeah. let's go. Here it let's is. Go. February. I smell February. Yeah. Well, we got to get through January yeah, first, so. first. Yeah, yeah. Then we'll think about February, maybe. <laughs> oh, IndyCar starts in February, right? End of the month. March. On the I think it's March. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. on the st- Wait, hang on, hang on, Sean. I think IndyCar marches in in March. No, it is March. Oh, is it? Yeah, oh, that's too bad. Oh no, 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 no. When's the Thermal Club million no, it, dollar event? March. Oh, yeah. Boo. You're gonna. I can't believe you gave that attention. I was I was reaching for anything Nate to bushwhack, bushwhack NASCAR, <laughs> yeah. but IMSA, IMSA starts so in eighteen days. In not, eighteen days, and actually the Creventic or, series. No, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. The Roar is in eighteen days. Right. The Daytona Twenty Four is, is in the Creventic. The Twenty Four Hours of Dubai is canceled and got moved, right? Uh, yes. That and that, but there's another but, race oh, before oh, it. I'm sorry. Chili Bowl? So, no, the six, was, oh, yeah, the Chili Bowl is coming up. I was thinking the four hours of Dubai for ALMS. Or, sorry. Asian Le Mans? That's coming up, too. Anyways, that's in we'll, February. We'll talk about that. Yeah. Anyways, on tonight's episode, I guess we'll just talk news. News? Things Nate, happened. Nate did some racing. Nate did some racing. I, oh. Mm-hmm. I, Indoors? Yes, yes, mm-hmm. I did. Sure did. Twice. Wow. Oh. All right. Oh. <laughs> I know, crazy stuff from my end, but... Uh, crazy crazy it, stuff. It, 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 it gets better, it, you know? Yeah. You're going to hear some good You're gonna hear some good bits, I promise. So, why don't we, why don't we start... Like, I'm going to be honest with you. Like, you know, we're cruising into the end of the year. We had a uh, situation here um, where, in the area where Christian and I live where we had a big storm and lost power. Mm-hmm. So, um, couldn't do the final recording of the season yeah. last year, season two. It happens. And... I was hoping to talk the IndyCar debacle with uh, the motors. Oh, oh, yeah. And where IndyCar is yeah. going with that? So maybe we can we can talk about that a little bit. Yeah. Um, but then you know, cruising into the end of the year, I'm like, you know, the year can't end. You know, it's you know, there's been some notable people passing. You know, Jimmy Buffett. You know, stuff like that during the year. Mm-hmm. And then right. the last week of the year, it's like. What is it like? We're gonna hit up motorsports. Yeah. Oh, jeez, I know. So it starts off with probably one of the legendary drivers slash owners in NHRA, Don Schumacher, passing away. Mm-hmm. Now, he, I mean, just he's been in the sport forever. 
son Tony was multi-time champion. His team's a multi-time champion. He's built a huge conglomerate, Schumacher Electric. I mean, the guy, you know, self-made man. Again, Schumacher and NHRA, not F1. yeah, not not F one, just yeah. not whack either. Mm. And also, you know, and, and you know, so I'm like, ah, oh, that's you know, that's that's a bummer. Mm. So, you know, a couple days later, Roland Leon, the Hawaiian. Now, you guys don't probably know, but he was uh, one of the top tuners in NHRA Funny Cars. Uh, Did a lot of work with Don Perdome, the snake, Um, and then went on and ran his own car, the Hawaiian. And he had some fantastic sponsorships. He brought to to the shores the King Hawaiian Rolls as a sponsor. (laughs) But the best one ever was when he landed the Hawaiian Punch sponsorship on his cars. It was fantastic. <laughs> and he had some he had some great drivers run for him. And he, the guy, you know, guy amazing guy, ran his own shop. He you know, it just all came out of that culture of, you know, NHRA and the West Coast and things like that. Um especially when the Perdome when Perdome started to make it big and with with the mongoose Tom McEwen. So, uh, you know, so I'm like, oh, man, that's just two greats in NHRA. And then, boom, Gilles DeFerrin. Mm-hmm. I Fif- know. 56 years old, heart attack. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, you, you talk about... Way too early. You talk about... Yeah, exactly, Nate. Mm-hmm. But you talk about bad things happening to a nice person. Yeah. This guy yeah. might have been one of the nicest guys in motorsports. But also, somebody... Everybody that gave a testament to him... Through, you know, from Formula One to IndyCar to NASCAR to sports cars. I mean, couldn't say enough about the guy. And it's yeah. true. The guy was awesome. You know, and he was helping McLaren out and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. um, Alex Rossi had probably the best, you know, response to it. And it's like, I have no words. Just a tragic loss or something like that to that effect. I mean, and it's true. Uh, you know, the guy holds the fastest qualifying lap in an indie car at over 241 miles an hour that's pretty quick yeah he's won the indy 500 mm-hmm. two car champion two indie car championships yeah so uh, you know and then christmas new year's new year's eve day kill yarborough oh, who had was the first guy to qualify for the daytona 500 at over 200 miles an hour This is when they didn't have restricted plates. This is when they were real cars. <laughs> oh, it's just like, ugh. He drove some classic cars, the Holly Farms cars for Junior Johnson, the Hardy's Chevrolets, mm-hmm. the Bush, Bush beer car. It's awesome. So, eh, it's a tough way to end the year. And on top of it, it, the whole thing started with Michael Schumacher. It was the 10th anniversary, 10th anniversary of his tragic accident. You know, yeah. That, you know, yeah. took, you know, it's basically kept him sheltered for 10 years, yeah. you know, obviously because we all know it's a pretty serious injury. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just what a bummer of a way to end the year. Mm-hmm. Anyways, yeah. now we're on the 2024. And, you know, I, look, I look think, forward. Yeah, you we know? look forward. But I, yeah. I thought, I, I really was looking forward to IndyCar this year. And now I'm like, what's happening? Yeah, because I mean, I, I, I Honda Honda definitely threw the gauntlet down to them and said, "You guys got to get it straightened out." 
with the motors. Mm. You know, and you know they mucked around with this hybrid one, this hybrid thing, and then now they've now you know we had talked about it briefly, like they put it on kind of a kibosh for a bit, but now it's like <laughs> it's, this is unreal. Yeah, I mean, it just kind of comes down to what do they want? Yeah, from a series, and where do they want to go? Yeah, because it's it, I I, I think, don't know I I think. Go ahead. My Sorry. my view on IndyCar, I I know that up up to a certain point, yes, it it mirrored F one to a degree where where that you are building your own car, you're advancing the technology to try and right. create the fastest car to go around the track. At a certain point in time, regulation stepped in and kind of stopped tobacco sponsorship left. Yeah, and stopped that <laughs> you know ingenuity. <laughs> Of or no, not yeah, free yeah, spending. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, Penske, um, Penske was building cars. Yeah, so I mean, it, it's Pat it's Patrick not what was it building was, yeah. Yeah. and it's it's now different where it it's a spec car, which is fine. Yeah, but now what do you? It's a spec car with a choice of engine plants. Yeah, and you know they want to go the hybrid route, which is fine. Mm-hmm. No problem there. But I, I think both GM and I think Honda, and I think Honda was the one that just decided GM wasn't going to blink, so they decided to do it because hmm. was Penske using GM? Yeah. Okay. Honda's in a spot where they probably can speak up more, you know, for the two of them. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna, I'm just, I'm gonna go out on that one and said we got to do something. Because the ROI on this is getting ridiculous. They're not they're not getting back what they're putting in. No. And they can easily get that back in sports cars. Yeah, and I, I think that kind of takes a another turn of like, well, F1's going in the direction that they are. Sports cars going in the direction right. they are. And so, and Honda's like, we want to play on all three playing levels, meaning yeah. sports cars, they're going to be back in F1. Yes, they are. We know that. Yeah. And... They want to play an IndyCar, mm. but the difference between the other two is there's multiple manufacturers, cars, mm-hmm. chassis, as well as um, engines. Mm. So I think they're really. I think this whole thing is putting a press on Penske Entertainment and the bees at Ind- IndyCar to get a third manufacturer, or potentially a fourth, third and fourth. Mm-hmm. That's my thought on it. I don't know if you guys have any thoughts on it. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think it just kind of gets to the fact of, like, you've – there's still the cloud, I guess, that hangs over it of the, the chassis, the same chassis they've run for, the, what, the past 10 years, mm-hmm. something like that. So are they going to change anything, or are they just going to keep iterating on on this current chassis over and over again? Um, so I, I think the, I think the series just needs to find its sense of direction of how it wants to handle everything. Because I I mean, I'll be honest outside of the Indy 500, uh, it's a, it's a spec series for, for great drivers to go to and showcase their talents. Like it, it doesn't, 
I, I still want to go watch the IndyCar races because I do find them entertaining. Yep. But but what does what's its purpose other than the top level um, Formula Car Series in the in America? Well, North America, or North America. Yeah. yeah. Nate, what do you? Any takes on it? It's just it, I it, look. I mean, they need like, a third manufacturer, and you're, you're the like whole thing is. Well, I I have said I've said not nice things about Mark Miles, about having his look. You know, I would add a third manufacturer, okay, because you kind of have a balanced look at things going forward. I think. Yep. I I just wouldn't know what that manufacturer is. I mean, I I'm taking a guess, or if Penske was maybe smart here, he would also have. Like Ford or Toyota come in. Well, that's why I said three or four. Three, I mean, a third and a fourth. Mm-hmm. Because I was, yeah. I mean, if you're going to muck around in your Ford and you're going to muck around with whoever, mm-hmm. um, with Red Bull, say, is it going to be a Ford motor? We don't think it is we think it's gonna be a ford motor badge as a red bull right i mean it's gonna be a red bull motor badge mm-hmm. to the ford it's like well why don't you just go and build an indy car motor through cosworth you know mm-hmm. right and have a team you can have two well or not, not a not a team just you you sign up a team yeah yeah um whether that's ganassi whoever right mm-hmm. um toyota i i think they want to they do but i mean I don't think they don't want to be pressured into being coming in and being the third one. I think if you said you had two coming in and we want you as part of that too, I think they'd be more reluctant because once you go to four and we got what, 22, 20, how many cars? 24 cars? Something, Something you know, 24 to 30 cars. You're looking at possibly five teams per manufacturer, mm-hmm. which is a lot easier than two teams doing 15 more, you know, 15 cars and, you know, mm-hmm. however many motors. I mean, that, it's a big ask. Yeah. You know, and especially where these two manufacturers are doing other things. Granted, Toyota's doing other things with NASCAR and WEC. They are talking possibly coming back to Formula One. Yeah. I mean, it's like, well, doesn't it seem logical if you're going to play in, you know, if you're Honda, you're, you're GM, you're Toyota, you're going to play in WEC or you're going to play in sport, high level sports car, whether it's IMSA mm-hmm. WEC or whatever. Um, both at the prototype and sedan in the GT ranks, and you know, doesn't it make sense to, yeah, let's just cover all our gamuts and we're all going up against each other? I mean, you're not going to get Ferrari, you're not going to get Porsche, you're not going to get Audi, okay, to come in and play. No, and you're not going to. They had there was an opportunity. Porsche was here, okay, yeah, and they they left, okay. Um, Ferrari, yeah, they talked about it, but you know, mm-hmm. I, I don't. I mean, the only exercise there that could happen is because Alfa Romeo dropped out, would they come back using some type of Ferrari motor badged as an Alfa Romeo? Yeah. You know? Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I think that's where it's got to go. I think you got to, I think they need to get out and start pounding the, you know, pounding the pavement and going, look, isn't it just as much, I mean, shouldn't you all be playing in the all four majors or they're all, yeah, well, it's all, they're, well, for well, the only one's not playing in NASCAR right now is 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 Honda. Toyota's playing yeah. in NASCAR. Yeah. If Ford comes, they're playing in NASCAR. Chevrolet's playing through for GM in NASCAR. 
So, yeah, all right, so Honda's not playing, but, I mean, they're playing in Formula 1, they're playing in, you know, sports cars and stuff. IndyCar. I mean, don't, yeah. don't forget, Honda in Japan, or Honda and Toyota also have their respective series in Japan. That yeah, they're, that they're yeah. Taking care of it yeah. as well. So, and I mean, and you, you're also with Honda now, you're coming under this new global banner, right. which is what Toyota has. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I'm just curious if that's where they got to go with this. And I, I'm wondering if it's just, it's you know, obviously, you know, I, I'll guarantee you somebody if Honda talked to someone at GM and said, we're going to say this. Yeah. Because th- these same conversations are going on in G- inside GM, I'm sure. Right. I, I mean, it it is just kind of. I, but Honda Honda's Honda can get away with it, all right. I mean, Honda can do it. No, I GM's, right, I, I GM's get, not going to do it because it, you know, then it's it it's GM's in a bad spot if they do it because they're they're you know Penske. No, I, I get that. I just you know? I I think from in the sense I, that I they guess just they getting Penske. Just motors. getting back to my point earlier of like sports cars are like taking a direction like they know where they yep. want to go and, and how they want to do it yep. F- f1 is is figuring it out like you're still trying to be the le- leader in technology but obviously with this with how the cars are in the product the product that they have at hand at like least they, for the next two to, years yeah they, they have to and, they have to try and figure out something that appeases and draws more people because well I mean, the other thing is they got to figure a way to get more cars on the grid too yeah, we can talk about that. We can talk about this after this. I, I just yeah, thought yeah. this is this was what I was hoping to kind of, but it, kind of talk that last. last but I mean, show. In, IndyCar again. Like, I, I want to see the cars go faster. Yeah. But what's what's the solution? Like, it's not it's not that hybrid power isn't bad, but the way that it's. I mean, I, I guess this is where I'm kind of at a loss of like, how would hybrid power work on an oval? Is it just is it going to be like whack where it's like the car, the hybrid car comes in on battery power, you know, comes into the pits on battery power, leaves on battery power, and then converts over? And you know, is it going to do some type of regeneration thing similar to what the Formula One cars do? I don't, I don't know. Well, but but on an, on an oval, especially a high speed, yeah, oval, even even like yeah. you're not really using your brakes. You know, does so you don't have that. And that, and that just way. one last thought on this. I mean, because obviously that brings more cost into it, right? I mean, even though it's a standard hybrid unit, meaning, if, if they go there, if or, they go, so, what? Well, yeah, they're not the team. The engine companies aren't, but you still got to adapt your power plant to yeah. you know. So you know, is it in the best interest of IndyCar to go hybrid? Probably not. Is it wrong that they're not? I mean, Formula One, that's, maybe there's a differentiator. Okay, we're not using our own chat. We're using kind of a all-encompassing chassis made by Delara. No, but I, I we're like, not. We're just using ice motors. Not we're not using an ice hybrid motor. I I like the idea of them, or, or may, maybe they go a different road and they play with alternative fuel. Yeah, like like Wex yeah. doing. Yeah, try a different yeah. synthetic fuel, yeah. comment, whatever, and then, Could, and then I, mean, I mean, they're even do. I mean, they're doing it with those those tires in yeah. some way. Yeah, the, doing the, the, the ultimate yeah, tires, tires and, street and they're doing the yeah the fuel when whack is they're using that that yeah. Um, I mean, bi- biofuel. You're going spec racing, so just figure out a way to be. I, I guess in let's that let's not sense, be Formula E. 
And I, I don't like slamming Formula E. No, no. But Formula E has its own. A Formula E, and I, I don't, we can have this in a conversation another day, but, you know, I, it's, that's, I think, I think some people fear that's where it's going, and I don't want it to. But I don't think it is. Yeah. Because for as much as car companies say they're going solely electric. Well, we, it, but we're starting to see what's happening now. Yeah. And, the and, appetite for electric cars is dipped. No, so, you're immensely. right. But but it's but it's also the I think as they're going down that path of like is it is it doable? Is it really doable? It's if you push hard enough, sure, but is it worth it now? Like I, I don't know if the payoff is is there. Just I, I think what people are finding out is that it's an extremely proper, extremely extensive, expensive proposition to own mm-hmm. an electric car. Yeah. All right. Whether it's a Tesla or what? I mean, at the rate they're going, Tesla's going to be the only one left. Because all these other the mm-hmm. these you know uh, Lucid and what's the other one Rivian? I mean these these companies these these are all on the they're all on the border of bankruptcy. And I don't the, see I don't the, what the I don't way, I don't I see, see I don't see a I don't see somebody like the big three like in the U.S. I don't see GM Chrysler Stellantis or Ford stepping in to buy Lucid. You know that's not going to happen. Well, I, I think it depends because it's the electric cars are in a state where all car manufacturers were when they started out. Like there's there's a lot of them. And they're all kind of like somewhat right right now they're kind of somewhat luxury brands. Right. But no there Tesla is the only one that's kind of gone in the direction of trying to kind of be the Vol- Ford. Oh no. Or Volkswagen. Okay. Yeah, the yeah. car of the people. Yeah. Yeah. I mean um, they they're obviously they're doing it. Um but I mean, I think people are starting to catch on, you know, in the sense that these things ultimately you know, how do you dispose of batteries in a safe manner? How do you do all this stuff? Is the stuff that goes on in these factories, is it safe? You know, it's just, you know, there's just, like, they tout it as being environmentally clean, and it's not, you know? Yeah, I mean, there's there's pros and cons to everything. I have no problem with a hybrid car. I have no no problem with it. Yeah. You know, um, you know, I heard an electric, I heard a Jeep go by me the other day. Well, I shouldn't say heard, but an electric Jeep, and I just went, Nah, not for me. It's. It, I think we're getting off topic. No, no, I know, but um, I think I. I just you know yeah that kind of gets me back to the question I said does 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 IndyCar need to go and be hybrid? Can they just be? Can they just be an ICE motor mm. series? You know. I mean yeah. I mean the F two F two is is just combustion. There's no hybrid in there. Exactly. I'm just, I'm, good, you know, I, good, good series, <laughs> right? No, yeah. but I'm just saying, you know, is it, you know, you, sports cars, you got the hybrid systems. I mean, F2 cars, you're, you're about as, I mean, that's I think more spec than IndyCar than IndyCar. Yeah. Um, F2, F3, F4, yeah. Well, especially as the further you go yeah, down, yeah. yeah. But, um, but F, F2 being on the similar pace yeah. of it, yeah. I mean, yeah. if yeah, if, if F2 is is any indicator i mean to yeah i don't think they need hybrid power they definitely need to find more power i so my my feeling or is indycar that is my feeling is i think with americans 
the American racing fan or the North American racing fan, I think they would prefer the two top levels here, which is obviously NASCAR mm-hmm. and IndyCar, probably to be definitely internal combustion motors, not hybrid. God forbid if NASCAR goes hybrid, and they're talking and they're talking about it. I mean, I, I know, and that that's <laughs> a thing. That's the death of the series right there. Then once that it goes, be. it will be, you know, because yeah. no, no one's, that's just not what people come to see a NASCAR race. No. And you'll have a different crowd that comes because, right. I mean, you know, it's going to come because they'll be just focused on, I think a higher doubt, like they already tried a higher downforce setup and like, there was like, we, we, yeah, backfire we, from it. it's like, but how, long, just, how long can I cruise around on my battery? <laughs> yeah. Then wait on it's, a charge. Like, come on. I know. It's it's going to be a totally different type of racing. Is you're right, Sean. It will be the, it will be the death of the series. That's that's my um, fear. That's my fear with IndyCar. What differentiates it, as Christian points out, is these cars going super fast on. I'm not I'm not a fan of Texas, but super fast at Indy. You know. Well, but I mean, if you just look at the the history of of IndyCar, yeah. Like, car, I mean, kart was huge. Yeah. And, and the beginnings of IRL, just yeah. all the ovals was huge. Like yeah. that's that's clearly a market that people oh yeah like to no watch. no no they, so, even, on, even on a mile track and, like when they get to milwaukee they're fast right. and, mean, and it just it's it's different because it's not it's not another formula car series on road courses right. like the it, it, it so, indycar is a is a series that tests the driver in many disciplines yeah okay which is fine and i'm just you know my whole thing is you know maybe do we need to be the hybrid series let let formula one be that yeah you know i mean there's there's no reason i you know i but you know, um, that's just it, it, the conversation. Probably would have been a little bit more fluid, say, had we been two weeks ago because it was hot on everybody's mind then. But um, you know, I just kind of wanted to throw it out there and talk about it. Um, the other thing I want to talk about is, and I'm I'm just uh, kind of having spent you know since Formula One ended, mm. kind of catching up on some of the news and stuff that goes on with some of the drivers in the lower, you know trying to make their way through and you know you see somebody like liam lawson's got his own youtube channel you and i were talking about this you know he's kind of chronicling what he's doing in the off season and stuff but you know i'm like sitting there and going what is he doing this year this year he's he's red bull's development driver yeah right right so he's not he's not in a seat yes right he's in the sim he's all there you know he's gonna get practice days maybe whatever you know but i'm just like we're we're just seeing guys with talent just waste. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the, nowhere else but F one. The I get it. Red Bull's not going to let him go run in an Indy car. I mean, if they're going to no. let him run in an Indy car, they're going to say you're running the road courses and street courses. That's it. You're not running anything else. Well, but at this point, wouldn't you want to run them in uh, Alphatari anyway? Like you already kind of give him not even the second chance. Yeah, but the, 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 with AlphaTauri, there's one there's one hiccup there. Yeah, you can't you can't move Yuki yet because he's the Honda money. Yeah, he, whatever money and help that that's why he's there. I mean, I, I mean, Yuki's gotten better and he he oh, definitely he definitely he's, got, he's gotten better, I, but he's there because he's Honda guy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it again, same same kind of comment with with sergeant too like it like i love seeing the fact that there's an american on the grid too but yeah out of went out of the class that he was in in f2 
I didn't think he was yeah. the one getting the ride. No, so, no. I, there's other guys I thought, yeah. like Jurgovic and stuff like that, that were in there. Even Joe Guan Yu at Sauber. Yeah. I didn't think he was the one. Yeah. But, again, when you have this many guys trying to compete But this for is the thing. Like, like, we don't – yeah, but you got 20 seats. Yeah. And your F2 champion sitting out a season and could potentially sit out two – like, you're doomed. Yeah. I mean, like – you. I mean, Robert Schwartzman is the one thing that's saving him right now is he got in with the Ferrari prototype team. Mm-hmm. Thank God they came up with that because that's another kid who's got some talent. And, yeah. you know, he's, you know, I, I just, there's got to be a, a paradigm shift in Formula One in terms of, you know, I, I get it. You know, it's all about the money. Well, you know what? They come in, they buy in. All right, so fine, you're tiered. You know, maybe they're tiered at a certain level until they get X number of points. You know, you well, do. The- you know, maybe maybe you're capped at, you know, whatever they get, they get the lower end. And then, you know, if they come up the next year and they outperform. But I, the, 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 pro, the problem I'm seeing is that it's not – these series are not what they were. Right. Where because they're so big and everyone's so tied up with all the, all the money that exists yeah. in, in the series to begin with, it's become very exclusive. And you either – have a foot because you know someone in there or whatnot but yeah you're you're not seeing racing events where t- where anyone shows up with a car that they built yeah and goes and tries to not not just run the race but qualify for the race there is no more qualifying for a race you you because if you want 20 20 grid spots for the race that's fine but say qualifying in practice is open and you can pay your entry whatever fee to do it but if you don't qualify for the race you don't get in yeah there is no more yeah, it used to be like that right. i mean you you go back to the days they had 30 something cars yes. show up they'd have pre-qualifying because the yes. slowest 10 cars had a pre-qualify then they got in and right. if you weren't in, in qualifying and there was 24 spots you know the cars if you weren't in that you know didn't make it or you were outside the 107 percent, you were gone you which was the way it went which i i almost happens would like- at indy I almost would like to see this for Le Mans. Yeah, it's getting regarding, to that point. Regarding um, oh, the GT3 cars? No. Yeah, well, just the yeah actually, actually, yeah. This even even both both classes. I mean, you you look at Glickenhaus; they're left out. Yeah, I think if the, if they're if they want to do what they want to do, then they I, were supposed they be, were supposedly close to a deal with an engine. And, yeah, and supposedly. It was whoever was doing the van wall motor, but I I think if obviously obviously neither one of those I don't think either one of those teams are at the at the front of the field right now. Of those teams, Glickenhaus was the more yes so qualified team. So out of the two, what I what I would like to see it get back to, and I know it's 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 not I don't think it's going to happen. But what I'd like to see those those two be able to do is go t- go off testing. And your one big race is Le Mans. Yeah. So then, when Le Mans rolls around, you qualify, you make the field, and you—I I mean, it gets back to kind of what Indy does—is mm-hmm. where you bump someone else out because then you get in on merit, and that's—and you've worked your worked hard for it, so you're in that way. But there is no—the unfortunate thing is that there is no bump day at Indy is special, but that's—it's it, the last of its kind. I guess yeah. I'll, I'll say, but but even yeah. that has been edited in a terrible way. It's like they'll have like they'll figure out 
what is it, 10th through 29th or 30th, and then they have a last row shootout, which I think is so, like, no. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, but just having... I mean, I guess we can argue on the on the setup of it, but but having a bump day, yeah, right, right, where you either make the race or you don't, is exciting because that's because that gets again like if you if you have a team like Glickenhaus or Vanwell where they are they're not part of the the top manufacturers they want to come in and run their own thing which is again which is why I like um, the Asada Freshini car because I I want that to succeed yeah even though I. I don't think they'll be successful right off the bat, but if they, as long as they have a good year and are competitive by the end, that's good progress for them. That's that's realistic goals. Well, I mean, same thing can be said. You know, you get Lamborghini. Yeah. You know. Well, but um, I mean, with Lamborghini, I would I would put the bars a bit higher up for them. And I think the I think the just one for, just for expectations. I think the one thing they're kind of kicking themselves about right now is not entering the Daytona twenty four hours because they're starting at wet, uh, Sebring. Yeah, I, based on how the test went. Now, granted, the other, you know, but the car ran. It was, it was, in yes, good, you know. Yeah. And I think, I think they're kind of kicking themselves a little bit. Like maybe we should just ran into, you know, take your because, lump at Daytona. But which everyone did last year, especially BMW. BMW, yes. Yeah, yes. Look where, where were they at BMW. the end of the year? Right. Yeah. Fighting for wins. I mean, and to tell you the truth, you know. I thought they were the team of the year because the way they fought through to the end of the season, mm-hmm. you know. So, yeah, um, yeah I'm no, I, I, I yeah, I, I agree. Um, yeah, it's just you know, I, I, you know, again, it's kind of thinking about you know stuff since the season ended, and it, it, it's going to be the same thing at the end of next year, you know, whether they let Andretti in or not, which is for F one. Yeah, it's yeah. two cars, okay, but I mean, there's six, there's room. There's six guys out there, okay, driving-wise. That aren't on the grid. That could be on the grid. Yes. Okay, and they could be from, somebody could be from IndyCar. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody could be Super Formula. Mm-hmm. You know, definitely F2. I, I don't think anyone coming through F3 can go right to. Max has probably been the one. Well, he didn't even. He didn't. He was. Te- technically, it wasn't even F3. F3, it was, right. It was Euro F3. Yeah, I mean, so, I mean. He's probably the exception, you know. Yes, but that I guess that I mean, just I mean, Piastri had to sit out a year. It was ridiculous. Yeah, and and he was. That's what these. That's what he's these, arguably the closest to Verstappen in terms right. of his. That's ladder. what that's what these new or lower level teams should be, you know. And it's like, look, if you can't cut it with those teams and get the points to save the, you know, to get them the money, then you're out. Simple as that. <laughs> Well, yeah, I, I guess that also. You know, I, I think I think Williams kind of took the approach, and I'm I'm going to be honest with you, they have American ownership. Yeah. Okay, and they were probably like, let's give them a. They they probably it's probably just the blowback. Well, you gave them eating like it's always this. We don't give a driver enough chances. Okay, the chances are fine as long as you're not wrecking the car. When you start wrecking yeah. cars. That's that's. I mean, you 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 put the, then you're losing money. Right, come on, right, right. right. just leave, Sean. Yeah, well, no, you you're are not making but, money. But, but Christian Christian always puts that. Uh, what's the thing you put up? The oh, the scene. world destructive. Yeah, the world destructive. I, I like I like watching. Yeah. You know what? It's it, it's not far off. It's relevant. It's, it's relevant. relevant. Yeah. 
It's relevant. And no, and I mean that's that's why Mikolas is right. That's exactly I, why Mikolas is right because he wrote two cars off and they couldn't recover from it and they weren't gonna they couldn't risk having that happen again. Yeah. I mean, I'm nothing against him. I'm sure he, yeah. they would have loved, but he he wrote two cars off. Yeah. At least two. We he might have been. He did have a couple other wing yeah. bands, you know. But I mean, nice kid and everything. But no, I know. it's. I mean, I I'm definitely on the side. I think you need. To, any driver needs two years in F1 to uh-huh. even see if you can cut it. Because, again, I think the cars are that much more advanced than F2. I think they're a pain in the ass to drive, too. Yeah, they might, yeah. So, really, I mean, it really so it, it really does take a specialized driver to yeah. understand what it is. And, yeah. so, and it can be this the same. Th- I, I wish there were more onboards and analysis of just watching what the driver does. Yeah during a lap because yeah. there there was one up uh i think mercedes posted the other week or whatever of of george doing a lap around qatar and how many how many change uh inputs to the steering wheel he made whether versus it's somebody else no no, no not versus just, any, just, just just what just he was what doing. doing so so it was whether it was it was gear shifts up or down or um, oh when he was breaking something break to do balance, with his, or diff, changing, diff changes yeah like that's how, and that was just for the qualifying lap. So yeah. I know in, in a race it's a bit calmer. Yeah. So it's it's not as intense because the qualifying lap you got to get it. Right well, that, that's kind of why. But, I, I, you but know. that's that's the input that goes on right. with a car to handle a car. But that, if you go back good. to the seventies, late you know seventies into the eighties, right. yeah, up until before the paddle shift came on board, guys are driving and got to take the hand off the wheel, shift change, put the hand back on. You know, they had very few. No, I, I think I think Vettel and a bunch of other drivers got asked this question in 2013. Yeah, what was did it, they say? It, no, no, where where the reporter is like, gentlemen, a short view into the past. Yeah, is it? It goes through his whole thing, and he's like, is it more complicated or less complicated with buttons on the wheel? What did they say? The, well, they. The, I think it's more. I think it's. I think it's, it's very complicated. It's, it's a very. It's a mix. It's and a that, mix. Yeah, but I also think back then it's like. You know, you take your hand. <laughs> Let me. I mean, I was watching. I've been watching some of the old early '90 Formula One races lately, and like, I mean, the inboards, you know, onboards, you know, the guys <laughs> reaching down to his right, and then he yep. goes over to. I mean, in IndyCar, when they do the weight jacker, it isn't a little. It's you. No, it, you're actually putting your hand on a thing, moving yeah. the weight jacker. Mm. You know, it's I not. Mean, it's not an well, electric even, button. Even watching IndyCar's onboards, uh, a lap around Indy, yeah, is. I I find it fascinating to watch. Yeah, it is. I mean, the guys are moving the weight jacker around, doing yeah. different things. I mean, it's yeah, it's crazy. It, it it's it's a science. It like is. You, you got to know. It is. It is. And then then, is. then they stop monkeying with the with the gurney flap on the back, and it's like yeah. Jesus. You know, it's like an eighth of an inch. They'll take it off. You know, mm-hmm. they put a half inch one on. You know, it's just crazy what they do. I mean, but that's nuts. that's the side of racing that I don't think IndyCar gets touched a lot or, or promoted a ton no i i think no leaning into into that kind of stuff of i like mean they're they're still doing all of this stuff there's a lot of things the biggest thing with indycar is reducing friction is what what they're all saying now is how to make the cars you know the like oh yeah that's that's that's, that's the biggest when, and that's when, the biggest you, thing in indy in nascar now is any, reducing any, friction any series that yeah. that goes more and more spec Back, just yeah the less less rolling yeah. resistance yeah yeah I mean, I mean, you know, now we're, you know, then, Nate, let's move, let's just kind of talk 
the other you know sort of spec series nascar right Right. Well, it is. Right. I mean, right. it is, right? The Gen 3 cars are a very tightly confined box, yes. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like, the, yeah, I mean, you got three cars, and mm. they're all the same, you know, and I, you know, and then, and th- is it, with NASCAR, do they have to, kind of take the reins off the motors um i don't i'm not entirely sure i i think they don't even touch them i mean I, obviously touch them but like not in the sense where every is someone has a you, bigger advantage so what i'm saying is take the, <laughs> i was i'm talking like no restrictive plates oh goodness or are these things just going to take off? Well, well, when they had like 800, 900 horsepower, they would. Now they cut. Well, now like, yeah, I that's no, no, no. But then when 600 they, something horsepower. Well, yeah. I mean, as the cars got a little bit lighter, that's when they started going in <laughs> into the stand, well, into the fence. But, but um, I, I haven't. I just, I, my whole thing with the restrictive plate is it just brought back the, uh, it just. It leads to the big one every time. That's that's my feeling on it. It does. It does because because no one can get away from anybody. anyone. Right? You can't get yeah. away. Yeah. <laughs> so you're gonna build this other really, problem. And this, this, see, there's the conundrum. Like IndyCar's got the conundrum with the you know the hybrid motor, right? You know, do we go that route or not? NASCAR, it's like uh, we don't want to take the restrictor plate off, but you know we went the route with these cars. Mm-hmm. But the one thing with these cars, it took away the innovation. Right, you know. I mean, what? what, what? I I think any an IndyCar, IndyCar is one of the more innovative series. The cars, the cars, the the more innovative series. I yeah, Formula One's definitely innovative. IndyCar is the only Christian correct me if I'm wrong. The only place they they can go unlimited or technology wise is in the dampers, right? That's open, right? The dampers are open. The dampers are open. Yeah. Um, again, that's a component of reducing, you know, that's making your car ride as smooth as possible. So, yeah, I mean, it's, I'm just saying with, with NASCAR, what happened when they went to this thing? Yeah. It, did it bring some costs down? Mm, Maybe number of cars getting wrecked. Probably a lot more, a lot more. Um, very good, Sean. Secondly, I mean, I where I this is, I w- yeah. When someone came and showed up, so like when just let's just take it. Kelly Arbor showed up with the Hardy Chevrolet at mm-hmm. Daytona. He ran the two hundred mile an hour lap. You know, got the pole and everything <laughs> in the friggin' race. Three laps in, he's put the thing on the roof because the thing broke broke free on the back end. Yeah, um, you know, probably could have done a little more aerodynamic work, maybe. <laughs> in the shop <laughs> but um it's i just kind of think i that's what i liked about nascar i kind of like the fact that somebody got busted cheating i don't like the fact they get busted cheating now because now it's like really you're doing that what do you mean doing well they're monkeying around with the you know putting stuff what did keselowski they were they were putting steel beams behind the thing so they get bump draft and then bend the thing in and stuff 
I, oh, geez, I actually, yeah, I, remember I don't, that. I don't mind any of that stuff. No, but I like, yeah, I'm, I'm just saying if it was an open car, meaning like an open, you build your own, your team builds its own cars. Oh, oh, just here, here's the thing. Like don't you be, used to up until before this Gen, on, gen honest, 3 stuff. Oh, the car tomorrow. Let's go. Let's the, start there. That's where this all went. The, yeah, the car tomorrow is when everything started, started going back. Kind of being too, you yeah. put, putting a wing on a NASCAR. I mean. Putting a wing on a Plymouth Superbird in 1970 was pretty cool. Putting a wing on a ninth, on a 2000 Chevy Impala was pretty dumb. I I like I like where the rules are with IMSA and and WEC, and I mean F1 to a degree is there, but I mean that. Well, F1 the, is dependent. I mean F1 is that's that's the top technology, yeah. and I I have no problem with it there. Yeah, I mean I. In the th- I don't know if it's the top technology right now. Well, I'm just throwing it, it out because that's kind of it's it's, it's yeah argument. maybe it's, just from the dollars spent maybe that's the point of view I'm looking at there. Yeah, but 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 d- IMSA prototype racing. Yeah, the rule is you can't go over this much power output. Right. Yeah, build whatever car you want. Yeah, that's what you. It's there's a there's a power and then obviously a size. Yeah, I'm too. just but, my my but thing they're is, not. I don't think I think. Not I, I I'm still not even thinking this year. I'm thinking next year, 2025, is when I think you're going to see DPI and hybrid the hypercars be GTP and the hypercars. Yeah, whatever they yeah. you know whatever they're going to be together. Yeah, because it's it's two it's two, it takes two years. Mm-hmm. Okay, I mean, and if Toyota wins again this year, I don't want to hear about it. These guys, like, these guys came, they saved, I mean, they ran WEC, they brought the first hypercar, they, they're the ones that, you know, so yeah. they're ahead. Yeah. Good for them. I have no problem. I Everyone mean, else has got to catch por- up. Porsche and Audi would be there, too, with them if they didn't pull up. <laughs> that was potentially two of the dumbest things that ever happened. Because Ferrari <laughs> would have come, a lot. no, Ferrari yeah. would have been in sooner. Yeah. Ferrari was coming. But the, the, pro- the problem was the the vision for hypercar wasn't clear at the time whereas dpi was yeah imsa's yeah no matter what you you can laugh at imsa no imsa's definitely been a a better you can you can laugh at imsa for you know you go back to ams whatever no matter what like they when they decided that the lmp1 cars weren't right and they went all lmp2s it was Mm -hmm. still pretty damn good we had the porsche spiders and all that Mm -hmm. And then, you know, we had, uh, was it Grand Am came with the DP cars? Yep. Because that, yep. essentially they were, that was essentially NASCAR. I mean, that was Jim France and those guys mm-hmm. that were running that. Um, those cars were, you can laugh at them and say they look like crap and stuff. But damn, if you went and saw a race, mm-hmm. there were 20 of them running. Yeah. Twenty. We're talking 20 no, it, prototypes. It, it, it did exactly what they Exactly. They well, to. I want to see 20 cars on the grid. Yeah. Okay? And I, if I got to see 20 cars and another 15 of the whatever they ran, uh, Grand Ant, whatever, those, the Camaros and stuff that they were running. Oh, the GS class. GS class. Yeah. That's 35 cars. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was nonstop at Lime Rock. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. Yeah. I mean... You can laugh all you want, but all along, whether it was Grand Am, IMSA, or whatever, they all along they were always, you know, and even going back into when you had the 935s and they went to the derivatives from the factory ones to the to the Kramers to you know the Whittington's car and then to uh, the Paul's cars, which mm. were crazy, um, and even Interscope did some crazy cars. Um, 
you know, that was all really cool stuff. And Dial with the their version of the Moby Dick. I mean, it was all crazy stuff, but it was all within the rules of IMSA. But you could run these wild things. Yeah. And here we are, you know, and I just think, yeah, I, I think IMSA, I mean, I don't think there would have been this conversion without if IMSA wasn't kind of, they just kind of stayed the course, which they did. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, I, I think, I think Jim France had a lot to do with it because mm-hmm. to, he's like, look, it's best for everybody. <laughs> and it is. And it's yeah. like, okay, fine. Now we're going to, I think 2025 is when we're going to see, that's yeah. where we're going to see yeah, it take just, off. Yeah. You know, I mean, hopefully we'll see a Ferrari here. Yeah. I'd like to see that. Yeah. I really want to see Reese run a car. Yeah. I, I just want to see a Ferrari here. Yeah. I don't care if it's Shank. I don't care who it is. I just want to see a Ferrari here. Mm-hmm. Um, or two. I'd like to see two. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, it's kind of getting back. I mean, Nate. I mean, yeah. With NASCAR, it's, you know, it's what are you gonna, what do you do to draw fans back? Uh, see, here's what NASCAR needs to do. They've already, they already made made way too many rules to. And and drivers are the, the you know biggest complainers of that. Yeah. Every other interview, each season you listen to, in um in NASCAR, there's there's always at least maybe five ten drivers that are just you know fed up. Will say something. The NASCAR just needs to go back to where there was way less rules. Like there's I I don't know who said this, but there's one driver that said just rip out like half the pages of the rule book. And we'll just begin there. <laughs> and so, look, NASCAR, their whole thing is they need another manufacturer themselves. Like, I'd even say, like, Toyota's not even good enough yeah. to, like, fix NASCAR's problem. Like, there needs to, in, in NASCAR, where the box is very, um, particular mm-hmm. let's call it you, I, I would say you would need at least a fourth manufacturer because when it was good there was four manufacturers I mean you could call it NASCAR uh, I mean Pontiac and Chevrolet but there was also Dodge and Ford what do you, what that, that really had, you had something you had Buick yeah I know but I'm just talking about like I'm thinking of an era like 2003 uh, I'm right? just I'm going back to even before that, you had you, on the GM side, you had Chevrolet, you had Pontiac, you had Oldsmobile, and you had Buick. So all four brands. The only brand of 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 Chevrolet that wasn't involved, the two brands out of that were not involved, and that was GMC because they did trucks and Cadillac. So four of their brands were involved in NASCAR. Ford, you had Ford. They no one ran a Lincoln. I mean, there was some one-offs where somebody ran a Lincoln, but you didn't do that. But in, with Chrysler, it was Dodge. It was Plymouth. It was Dodge and Plymouth, you know? Yeah. I, my, whole, my whole thing with NASCAR is, like, it's got to make – well, my my gripe right now is I have no uh, no idea why Toyota is in there. Because that I'll car, listen to you. That car makes no sense. The Camry. Yeah. No, it's like it's been like that ever since they came in. No, no, I I know it has, but 
Toyota is not a stock car. Right. I yeah. That's I know where you're going. I know where you're going. Like like NASCAR NASCAR sits there and touts themselves as stock Stock car car. racing. Right. I'm like, well, first off, like none none of those cars are stock cars. Yeah. They're not. um, But well, no. They'll tell you now that a Mustang and a Camaro is because it's like big bore, whatever, and it's not. These aren't. I mean. Okay. Well, so then even. And the Camaro's going away. Even by that, that it is. That's right. That clarification. Yeah. I, I, if you take a Mustang and a Camaro, yeah, and a Camry, yeah, road cars off the production line. Yeah, the Mustang and the Camaro are going to dust the Camry in yes. about two seconds. Yeah. I know. So it's ridiculous. I, I don't. Yeah. That for that's, me, that makes zero sense. That, that's why when people say Honda should come to NASCAR, I'm going. What are they going to bring? A Civic or a Prelude? Right. So uh, and it's just accord. an accord. accord. It's just yeah. dumb. Yeah, the accord. But it's just it, it's again what Christian getting to is on the street. Yeah. Yeah. This like is it, it, the, ma- right. it makes no sense. Yeah, it makes Where, no sense. Whereas in prototype racing, yeah, it, it makes sense. Yeah. Toyota is definitely like out of the box on that yeah. one. However, they're they're all taking the the but then spiral it down to the GT ranks. Yeah, yeah. Even if All you right. get, I'm, well, again, the the GT3 cars are kind of. I I like the prototype. I like the I like the prototype ladder the better because they they've been told you can incorporate styling cues. Yeah, in yeah, the yeah, yeah, And whatnot. Yeah. But and, I mean, and with the the, the, GT, the G cars, but, the but with GT the cars GT3 were, cars, yeah. it's it's tough because well, GT3 and GT4 because it's still kind of like a mix smash of all different cars that do they really go together kind of thing and then that's yeah. that gets into the but this, I, this gets but what into i the, like what like i like EOP what i like what i just design a car and make a car yeah. that's like kind of there and then get it but what i like about BOP? the gt ranks just in WEC and imsa it's like a car you drive on the street yeah okay that uh, that's that's my thing uh, yeah. and then when you get to the prototypes it's the higher level and that's yes. fine with me too yeah I mean that. That's why I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but yeah, I think NASCAR's got two things to say. I, I think they got to find a way to make. I don't know. The car's a little more entertaining. I, I, I think they need to. The stage racing's got to go. Yeah, I mean, I well, don't it, don't remind me. Just... Did you send a, mar- a letter, to Mark Miles? <laughs> No, it's just about stage racing. racing. <laughs> yeah, just I, I had a bit of a stroke. Do you, but do, you, do, you, do you want Jim Jim Francis' address? <laughs> you can send it to him. I'll send a letter. <laughs> I'll send a letter. <laughs> Dearest Mister Francis, yeah. how dare no, you? No, I just those those are just I don't know. It's just some things I've been kind of thinking about during this brief off season. You know, um, you know, I'm kind of get rid of the chase. Get get rid of the <sighs> yeah. Get rid of the stage racing. Get rid of the chase. Just can we just in pep the cars up a little bit and you know I, I'd, I'd, like to, championship. I'd like to see the teams have a little more flexibility and in, in not having to do stupid things to cheat their way or optimize performance is that what it is no you mean improve your chances of maybe yeah. winning yeah i i don't know just <laughs> things things like that i don't whatever but anyways um all right uh nate you want to catch us up on your own racing activity Oh gosh, yes. 
That's right. Uh, so the Touring Car Championship has done two two rounds. There's there's a four race schedule. I'm sorry, six race schedule. Getting ahead of myself. There's four races left in the season. Um, and so the first race was a three hour race at the uh, Extreme Zone in Wilmington, Delaware. And I was paired up with uh, Augusto Fontes, who was the reigning series champion in the summer series. So we were paired up and we did, we split between us. We had to do, I want to say, it was like 11 or something pit stops. It was, it was pretty, pretty crazy. Like a large amount uh, for the short amount of time we were doing. Um, but anyway, so we were going through the order. I had the bright idea to pit us early. But Sean, get this. There was moisture that was coming up on the track, and everyone was kind of going extra slow. And then as everyone went around it, it was actually even making the track wetter. So we were dealing with that for about an hour and a half. And, you know, we did, where were we? We are like, we are like 10th, but moving our way up the order. And so once the track dried, we were putting some really decent lap times and then we ended up finishing fifth. And so we were pretty happy with that. Uh, I'm not, I forget who won. But anyway, so that was that was like that was a fun time at a uh, extreme zone. And then the more recent round was the New Year's Eve Grand Prix at Foxwoods. Now this one was pretty intense. Uh, it was like a regular round. There was a uh, practice and qualifying, uh, pre-final, and then a last chance qualifier, which I didn't have to worry about, <laughs> Sean. So. Uh, so with this one, I qualified fifth in my group. There's two groups in qualifying. And so it was divided up 14 and 14. And so I qualified fifth in my group and fell back a spot and was able to, no, I was, I was battling with Brenna Schubert. And she was really trying to get by me. And so finally enough, I had a, had a, I could see where I wasn't going to get out of, outside looking in into the, to get into the A main. And so what ended up happening was I did let her by. And she went by, and then there was one more person that we were catching up to, and I sent it on the last lap to finish fifth on this guy. And so I ended up being where, because where we finished in our group, the fastest person was in the other half. So what that means is I'm in the even row, or even column. So I started 10th. I started 10th, moved my way up to 6th, and it was a pretty good start. I was following Brenna through a lot of it, and Karsten Cole, who ended up winning the thing. But anyway, we were catching up to two other drivers and she ended up, I guess, going way, way inside and followed fourth place and all three of them spun out. And around the outside, 
comes yours truly to grab third. And I was losing my mind. I was just like, oh, this is amazing. Biggest mover of the race. Biggest mover of the race, yes. Yeah. And then what happened? So. You finished fifth? And then I finished third. No, uh, no, I don't have, no. Listen, listen. These are these are good no. stories I tell Sean. These are, no, no. He, he finished as the Scott Goodyear not, to Scott Goodyear. He lucked out. <laughs> yeah. Essentially lucked out that the other three didn't. I don't know what the points look like, but I could be the points leader. Who knows? Right, but or you could be sitting but, sitting pretty in second. Or <laughs> oh, Jesus, you. Or you could actually make passes during the race. <laughs> I did make some passes. Like I went from ten to six. <laughs> I got skills that kill. Uh, Tenth to six, and the mm. other three don't wipe them out. That means you finish sixth <laughs> with a great net gauge, right, Sean? So that's that's uh, what I look at. I, I, I'm all about results. We like to have right? podium finishes here, Nate. <laughs> I, I finished third. Po- that's uh, yeah. a podium. <laughs> by, yeah, see, so it makes sense why I'm. It makes well, sense I'm okay. on this podcast. At, at least, at least he didn't finish three of three or three right, of two. Right. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He finished third <laughs> in a three-man race. <laughs> oh my god! Hey, hey, well, I, I've, I finished one of one in, in. Oh yeah, some that's right. Yeah, Jesus, <laughs> hell's bells! So, wow. Hey, you know, one of the rounds is uh, coming up to R1 pretty soon, so... I know. That's near, near you. End of, nope. end of January. So... Speaking of R1... The next round is in G- GPNY, and so I'll be... What is that? G- January 14th. So that, that'll be soon. What about R1? Is uh, the Hemingway series happening? I, I was talking to Nate about that earlier today uh, I, yes. I, I need Listen. to reach out to him and see if we're still doing that yeah i really want that to happen yeah. <laughs> did you call it the Hemingway series yeah. he did yeah rich, yo rich is running rich set it up yeah oh, okay. yeah, he, oh, okay. yeah he okay. set it up okay. so but it, it, would, it would be fun to to It'd see kind of cool yeah back together yeah chris catalano was like you're gonna run I'm like no <laughs> probably show oh, up on, i'm gonna huh? yeah show up be the grand marshal no, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Like, no, 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 I'll yeah. go. <laughs> Total yeah, but you could be the, you could be the great Marshall. I'll, I'll go and I'll watch like Freddie and Mike Kamara and those guys. Like, everyone get into each other. Should be entertaining. Yeah. Well, and R1 just uh, revamped their track. track. They, added, they added a a second level. Did they? Yeah. I mean, it's kind of basic. I think you just yeah. basically it's. I think Rich is going to have more. You like than, go up the ramp, turn Rich right, turn right, more people go down there. I think, but hmm? you might have to do kind of a light and heavyweight class. Oh, if he's if he's oh, got that gee. many people, that'd be wild. Yeah. Sean, no, join us in heavyweight. No, as much <laughs> as I, a lightweight. No, <laughs> as, much, as much as I, I'd like to need, I'm gonna. I'm not, I got you. Not there. I got you. No worries. Hey, you know. Not there. Uh, I think uh, or shot, uh, I think the best one. I mean, I hung with uh, everybody at in at Indianapolis. I did all right. Oh yeah, I did okay. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, it's Sarah Fisher's place. Yeah, yeah, I just haven't. <laughs> it was yeah. when we were yeah, going. That's to F, a great place. When we were going to F one, I'm going up there four times a week. It was yeah. awesome. It's just like <laughs> now I'm not. I didn't. Once COVID came and I lost all that, it was like, forget oh, it. God. The amount of time we spent there. Yeah, well. 
<laughs> the open nights in two leagues. There was, was there was some days we were there five out of seven days of the week. Yeah. Sometimes we were there, and then we came back six hours later. Yeah. yeah. Um, we had carp cup nights. Oh, yeah, but <laughs> then we had you guys involved in the um, crew races. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. After, after hours. Didn't you, Nate, you were in one of those, weren't you? One. Yeah. One. Yeah, you were it one. was gnarly. Yeah, it was fun. But anyways... All right. That place. Oh, well, I'd say. We, uh, I think we uh, started the season off, you know, kind of still, we're still in the doldrums. Yeah. Um, and that, but uh, I think news will be starting to pick up. Hopefully. Yeah. I, I think there, well, there are a bunch of car. We got F1 car launches coming. Yeah. 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 yeah I was going to say, there's we February, s- which has a lot. And, and we still have open seats in IndyCar. Is that correct? Yes. Like, I don't know who's running a coin, right? Coin? No. I know Stingray Rob's at Foyt and Peterson is at... Or are they in the same car together? Are they driving a two-seater? News for next week. Yeah, news for next week. But anyways. um, All right, Nate. Good night. Thank you guys for listening to the Redness Podcast, hosted by Christian Abbott, Sean Abbott, and Nathan Lavender. It's produced by Christian Abbott, and music is by Alex Wart and Harrison Taylor.